welcome to the Kasafa Show with Mark Gleason and Nick Said. Welcome to our 50th episode of the Kasafa Show, which comes in the wake of the historic victory for Zambia's Copper Queens at the Hollywood Bets Kasafa Women's Championship. But we're already looking to the future with tournaments coming thick and fast on the calendar. And our eyes are set on the Hollywood Bets Kasafa Beach Soccer Championship in Durban and the Total Energies AFCON Under-20 Egypt 2023 Kasafa Qualifier that will be staged in the kingdom of Eswatini. The regional under-20 championship is a preliminary competition for the continental finals and the start of the road to the 2023 Under-20 World Cup, which is to be held in Indonesia. We spoke to Eswatini Football Association President Peter Similani about how preparations are going, as well as the general health of football in the kingdom. First of all, Mr. Similani, can I ask you, what are your thoughts on the draw for the uh, Kosafa Under-20 competition? It's obviously going to be staged in your country uh, in October. It's also a very important qualifier, of course, for the CAF Under-20 Championships in Egypt next year. What's your thoughts on the draw? Yes, uh, this is a tricky draw, as there is no easy group, as you can see. Nowadays, the margin of performance has narrowed uh, within the countries. This group has the potential to produce the championship. All the groups consist of at least a former champion from the previous uh, edition. And what also makes this uh, competition interesting is that it also saves as uh, total energies under 20 AFCON qualifiers, as you, as you have rightly said, which makes one to expect fireworks from the first match up to the last one. It is a, a, indeed an interesting draw. Can I ask you, uh, what are the hopes and aspirations for Eswatini as the hosts? The fact that we are the host country, we are expected to perform well. We hope our national team will go all the way and win the championship. We'll have to take advantage of playing on home ground, uh, which will be extra motivation for us as a team and, and country. And we believe our national team can achieve this feat. And so do you think uh, there will be the necessary support from the locals? I mean, you know, that famous 12th man that they talk about when you've got your supporters screaming for you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, as this tournament is interesting, uh, the national team would be supported by all stakeholders, including the, the, the 13th supporter which are the fans. So they'll claim the stadium. And uh, as I said, this is an extra motivation for, 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 for our national team. Uh, Eswatini's had a few stadium issues. But we hosted a national stadium in Mavuso Sports Center. As you know, that uh, Somtola Stadium has just been rehabilitated and has already hosted its first in preliminary rounds match. And it is also scheduled to host other calf competition matches ahead of the under-20 boys tournament. And what does that feel like now, sir, to have some Cholo back? Because it's been a while since you've been able to use it and uh, it must be a great feeling for the football community in Eswatini. Yes, uh, over the weekend, uh, the Sopsolo Stadium, for the first time, I think after five years, hosted the match between Babane Highlanders and the Royal AM from South Africa. 
the stadium was packed and the football lovers in the country were happy that football is back in the country. So it was important for us to host uh, such game of multitude at the Somsola Stadium. And we will keep on improving the national uh, Somsola National Stadium so that it can also host uh, other international games. And you think you can turn that into a fortress? I do remember the times uh, many decades ago now when the then Swaziland beat countries like Dio Congo in World Cup qualifying. You think you can turn that Somsola into a real fortress? Oh, yes. Uh, I think you have We've recently seen how we performed, especially in Chan and the the first games of AFCON. The country is uh, doing well in terms of football. And as you know, that uh, when you come to some sort of stadium, those other countries will see that uh, Swaziland is now in another level in terms of uh, football development. And uh, if those countries come to some sort of stadium, will ensure and we uh, we are confident that uh, we'll just finish them there. And then can I just ask you a little bit about the logistics, the readiness for the competition? You're confident that everything is, is in hand for the under-20s? Yes. Uh, as a host country, we are doing our best to be ready for the competition. We are looking forward to welcoming the international football family and other stakeholders. Uh, the Swatin population has a rich history when it comes to hospitality, which will also enhance the great experience that's lying ahead for our guests with football being the center of attraction. And as you know, that uh, hosting such games uh, will promote uh, tourism in the country. And Mr. Similani, um, what is your relationship like with government now? Obviously, they they must be giving you some support for this tournament. Is it good? Are you getting the necessary support that you feel you need to 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 push your football agenda? Yes, no. Government is giving us uh, great support, and uh, now the final logistics uh, regarding uh, the competition is being discussed between the football EFA. Uh, and government. Uh, as you know, that we were supposed to host uh, the tournament uh, last year, but uh, there were changes, and the uh, government supported us in, in all aspects. And even now, uh, they are prepared to support us. And what does it mean for the Eswatini Football Association to uh, host a tournament like this? Yes, SFA, uh, this means teamwork, dedication, and growth. Hosting such a mega regional football event involves a lot of teamwork and dedication, which ultimately enhances, enhances growth in the football industry. It is not about the readiness of the national team per se, but the preparedness of all the essential systems for the successful implementation of this competition. This competition will not only benefit the football industry, but the Eswatini economy as a whole, which indicates the importance of the collective effort uh, in preparing this uh, tournament. The image of the country is at stake. Thus, the effort is working around the clock in ensuring that this competition is successfully realized. It is not about the effort alone, but the effective collaboration of all other stakeholders is also of utmost importance. 
Thus, the importance of teamwork from all sectors of the economy is required. Every football stakeholders has a crucial role to play. Mr. Sumulani, do you mind if we move a little bit on to general football matters in Eswatini? Um, last season, of course, we saw how well Royal Leopard did in the Confederation Cup in the group stage. You took some big scalps uh, like Kabali of Algeria, for example. We've seen uh, Sislangu doing well in Kosafa. But I can point out, of course, that your country still has to qualify for the Cup of Nations for the first time. And we've seen Botswana now go. We've seen Namibia. Is that your top ambition now in the next couple of years to try and get uh, Eswatini into the field for the Cup of Nations finals? Yes, uh, our mandate uh, as EFA and also to myself is to ensure that uh, Eswatini at least qualifies uh, to one of those. Uh, international uh, competition like or the Chan or the, the, the AFCON. So we are doing our best. And also we are trying to develop uh, young players uh, to mix with uh, the current national team players so that we can achieve this. And uh, we are optimistic that in the next year or two, uh, we'll be able to fight so that we, we, we can qualify. Yes, I agree with you. We are still uh, back in terms of uh, qualifications. Uh, we are still not there. But looking at what we are doing in terms of football and uh, the dedication and uh, effort which is being put on the national team, uh, definitely will qualify one day. And one more question, if I may. Um, when you look at the current uh, player pool in Eswatini football, uh, is there a lot of talent coming through? Are we going to see more Ronnie Dubes, Tony Tsabezis, this kind of quality player, Wanda Nklerkos, these kind of quality players that we know from the past? Do you, do you see a lot of talent coming up through the ranks? Yes. So what we're trying now, we are trying uh, to develop football uh, at lower level. So we've decided to start with our under-20 uh, national team. Uh, there we're trying to bring a lot of uh, young players, talented, so that they can take the country uh, into the next level. Yes, uh, I can assure you that very soon we'll see the one that was uh, the Yukis and the Caesars. Uh, from Swaziland. Oh, that's wonderful. We do look forward to it. We love, of course, at Kosafa level to see the great support that uh, Eswatini has. I mean, I think you are the one country where people pour over the borders to come and watch uh, Kosafa. You have wonderful fans there. Yeah, no, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. they loved uh, Swaziland. And then you could see from the support which uh, the fans gave us that uh, now the fans are becoming confident uh, that the country can make it. Whereas in the past, uh, they used to tell you that ah, Swaziland would be beaten 4 0, 6 0, 3 0. But now, when they go there, they know that the, 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 the national team players will fight and will get the results. Mr. Sumulani, can I thank you very much for your time and for your insights? And we wish you uh, a wonderful under 20 tournament next month. And of course, uh, best of luck in your endeavors as well as the president of SRTD Football. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Oh, thank you, Mark. 
Zunaid Moll was appointed technical director for the Mauritius Football Association in March 2020, but was dealt a swift blow as the COVID-19 pandemic were a halt to sporting activities on the island. But they're now back in full swing with extensive plans in place to drive forward football in the country. And we spoke to him about Mauritius's return to the regional under-20 competition after hiatus and participation in the Kasafa beach soccer event and much more. So Zanetta, many of us in the Kasafa region first knew you as part of the technical study group that used to go around Kasafa tournaments and, and put together the reports uh, on the styles of play and the tactics and whatnot. So how did it come about that you got the t- uh, technical director role at uh, Mauritius? Nick, um, you know, when we came down to do the under-70 tournaments with Kasafa prior to me being appointed at, uh, as a technical director. I was assisting uh, the previous technical director here in terms of when we did the TSG and things of that nature. And then the president uh, approached me to see if I was quite keen or interested in taking up uh, the directorship here in Mauritius. So obviously you've been in the role, I think, a few years now. Not an easy period in terms of we had COVID-19 and that was very disruptive to, to football as, you know, as well as life in general. So what uh, what kind of progress do you think has been made uh, since you were appointed? Okay, so, um, you know, we, we, we had a very small staff. That was the first thing that was a hindrance. And then with COVID not helping us and with a very harsh lockdown that just basically stopped uh, all competitions, all football basically in the country. Uh, however, as soon as things started opening up a little bit, our first priority was coach education. And uh, we somehow improvised it uh, doing education most uh, during the evenings because people could not get releases from their normal day-to-day jobs. So we improvised around doing licenses in the evening. It took us a little bit longer, but eventually we started. We've now uh, got over 200 D-licensed coaches already in the country, finished the B-license refresher. So coach education was the foremost, most important thing in our thing. Thereafter, we started developing and bringing in our players into our high performance center for both boys and girls. And they come in throughout the week and from under 13 boys to under 20 and under 15 girls to under 20 girls. So we put this program together and it's showing a, a little bit of upward movement in terms of our participation in uh, some of the competitions. Yes. Yeah. And speaking of that, of course, uh, Mauritius will be back in the uh, the under 20 Kasafa tournament, which also serves as a qualifier for the uh, CAF Under-20 Championship that will be held in Egypt next year. Just your thoughts on the return and, and how uh, how excited you are ahead of that competition? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Very excited because, you know, last year we were supposed to compete as well, but uh, Omicron f***ed up on us. So we had to abandon that. However, we had a little bit of a, a stumbling block because the month of October is the exam period for most of our under 20 boys. However, we have already done a couple of detection processes and we brought in some new boys to come and be able to take the, to participate in the competition in Eswatini in October. You will know more than most how crucial it is for players and their development to be exposed to international football at a young age, whether it be under 17s or under 20. So whatever happens in this competition, it just must be invaluable for these these boys to get this opportunity. No, absolutely. Um, you know, we've, this, this, uh, the Kosafa program, let me put it in this way, I've worked at it for so long, so I know what the benefits are. 
So we have already sent some boys overseas. One boy is in Portugal, uh, was in Portugal. One boy is still in Germany. So that this competition really gives us exposure in terms of individuals that can basically go to the next level. And more importantly, uh, we part of the FIFA convention in terms of the number of international games that you should play per annum. So all these things basically will just lend experience for our boys to be able to go to the next level. And Mauritius is also taking part in the Beach Soccer Championship, which is kicking off on September 25. That'll be hosted in Durban. Just your, your thoughts about that and, and beach soccer in general in Mauritius? Look, so again, because, uh, you know, uh, the ministry had just started opening up things very lately. So what we have done is we organized a competition for beach soccer, which we played in two public beaches. And the response was fantastic. Uh, through the processes, we had a, a, a Total, total program in terms of the number of games and then went through into the knockout stages and eventually uh, we played the final in one of the, one of the, uh, the beaches as well. It is a public beach. And thereafter, the, a detection process was done during the course of all the games. And the team are basically in preparation right now. What are our under 20s for the upcoming Kosafa event? And do you see, I mean, obviously, as you say, it's been a tumultuous time in the region uh, because of COVID-19. And a lot of countries, I, I can point to Madagascar as well, have perhaps not participated as much as they would like to, just given travel difficulties. And, and local government uh, regulations. Are you hopeful now that going forward that Mauritius, we will see Mauritius at more tournaments at, at junior and senior level? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. We are actually just finishing all our projects now for, for FIFA, for all our international competitions, including our under-17 boys and girls for the Malawi Region 5 games. So, yes, hopefully... Uh, we don't have any more disruptions in terms of any of this COVID um, uh, around it for at the moment. Yeah. And just if we talk a bit more generally, uh, when you came into the role in Mauritius, um, you will have known a lot about Mauritian football, given what you said before, that you were assisting the technical director and whatnot. But, but has the standard of players that you've seen, has that surprised you? Has it been better than you thought? Maybe not quite there. Where does it kind of sit? Uh, Nick, it's a, a yes and no answer, maybe, because the talent, there is talent. Uh, we've seen the talent. We have uh, lots of uh, boys and girls that are at our high performance center at the moment. We see the improvement. Uh, the two years of non-participation and uh, in any sort of football has basically put us in a little bit of a, a backward position. Other than that, there are some potential potentially good players that I think the improvement level has really, really, we raised the bar. We've actually even have a joint uh, venture with Benfica of Lisbon as well. So we are basically now trying to ensure that our players need to reach the next level and give them international exposure by even going across to Benfica, some of the detected players to get more international exposure. And, and if we can just talk uh, briefly about the, the league, I know that stopped for quite a while. Um, is that now yes. fully back up and running? Okay, so it's, uh, the league, I know at the moment, would be most probably in October. Uh, there was an AGM, uh, I think the 31st of August, where everything was set up. There was a draw done. The fixture program has been done. All I think we are waiting upon is the ministry in terms of the infrastructure and fields. 
and by then the league should be up and running. That's for the senior men, uh, Super League, Division 1, Division 2. And uh, we're in the process of starting up our Women's League 2, uh, you know, gaining impetus from the Kosafa competition in Port Elizabeth to now make sure that we can continue uh, creating our Women's League and starting up our Women's League very soon as well. Yeah, just, just the last one for me on that. Uh, women's football in Mauritius, where where do you feel you are with that at the moment? I would say uh, uphill for, uh, for a little while, but now that uh, the traction that we've got from the triangular that we brought in Seychelles and we played an international game at the National Stadium and with the Kosafa, the girls traveling to Kosafa, we initially had 12 teams that have registered to be part of the new National League. After the Kosafa uh, competition and the triangular, we have 18 teams now that have registered. And in fact, this afternoon, we're having a meeting with all 18 teams to discuss the way forward. That's it for another episode of the Kosafa Show. We'll be back in a fortnight with more views from around the Southern African region. Don't forget, you can listen to more of our podcasts on Sokoloduma Radio, Kasafa.tv, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also get the latest news via our website at www.kasafa.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.